Hey, witches. Welcome to The Lion, The Witch, and The Podcast. We are two mystic Leos discussing spirituality and human condition in the post-pandemic world. So hop in, witches, for going hexing. Last episode of the freaking year. What? Woo, what a year it's been. Crazy. What is, like, this went by so fast this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a, it was a fast year. We learned a lot. Like, so crazy. I've noticed that even years go really, like, go really fast and odd years go slower. I've just noticed that in the past, like, couple years. So I don't know if that's a good or bad thing or that's just me making shit up. I don't know. Number magic. Number magic. Number magic. And (laughs) everyone, since we told you this is our last episode of the year, just a heads up, we're going to be taking a two-week break because it's the holiday season and everybody needs a break and yeah but we'll be back in the beginning of the new year and yeah yeah we're tired and so are you so you take a break too (laughs) yeah exactly and what a perfect way to end the year with this episode because it even comes out on the holiday what are we talking about today sean we're going to talk about Yuletide and the Winter Solstice, but more specifically, we're talking about the witchcrafties you can do. So we had our Samhain witchcrafties episode, witch recipes, witch activities. We are going to be doing a Yule one today for the the snowy holiday winter solstice season. Um, we have a full-length episode on Yule that we did last year. So if you want to learn more about Yule lore and everything like that, go check out that episode. But yeah, we're talking about fun crafts you can do for the upcoming season. Yeah, and you can start on it tonight because it's literally Yule tonight. So happy Yule. the next couple days. Happy Yule. Happy freaking Yule. It feels like Yule near you, but not near me because you get yep. snow. Yeah, we're actually going to be getting a lot of snow over this weekend Mm -hmm. so it'll definitely be um a a salty (laughs) salt will be all over the place yule (laughs) it's gonna be salty it's gonna be salty without further ado let's talk about our resources for today all right so our resources for today this won't come as a surprise year of the witch by temperance alden shocker celebrate the earth by laurie cabot a Book of Pagan Family Prayers and Rituals by Cezwar Sered. The Witch of the Forest Guide to Natural Magic by Lindsay Squire. Yuletide and the Winter Solstice. Yuletide falls between December 21st and 23rd in the Northern Hemisphere and June 20th and 23rd in the Southern Hemisphere, says Lindsay Squire. The Winter Solstice kicks off this event, the time of year when we have reached the depth of darkness with the coming of the longest night and the shortest day of the year. From this point on, the days get a little longer as we leave the dark half of the year behind. Yule celebrates the eternal cycle of life, death, and rebirth, as well as the triumph of the light over the darkness. Yule is Germanic in origin and is a rich cultural folk holiday that has unique roots in nearly every culture, Temperance Alden says. Thoughts of a yuletide invoke just as much light as darkness. From holly to garlands, wreaths, cookies, lights, and yule logs, the pagan roots of the season are still an active part of secular and spiritual life. Interestingly enough, yule has not always been directly synonymous with the winter solstice and has instead been referred to as its own season. 
Nearly every culture has a holiday around the winter solstice, so this time is not specific to the Celts or even pagans. Nearly every spiritual practice can appreciate the importance of the darkest day of the year, the descent we took to get there, and the rebirth coming into the new year. Yule Associations the lights of Yule, whether electronic or candle, originate from the pagan tradition of lighting candles and bale fires to lure back the sun and celebrate the coming of lighter, brighter days. The winter solstice on December 21st is the best day of the year for self-reflection. The longest night of the year provides the darkness we need to look into ourselves. We can evaluate and reflect on the year that has passed with everything we've learned, good and bad, and what we want to achieve in the future. It's time to plant seeds and set goals and intentions for the coming year that will give you the opportunities for growth. Yule is a time of quiet energy, which makes it the perfect time for rest, recharging our batteries, and do self-care. Yule has many botanical, divine, mineralistic, and culinary correspondences associated with it. The minerals that correspond with Yule are tanzanite, onyx, turquoise, ametrine, calcite, chrysocolla, and garnet. Yule's botanicals are mistletoe, holly, evergreens, nutmeg, clove, cinnamon, and cardamom. You can burn myrrh, juniper, cedar, and pine incense or resins to celebrate Yule. Drink cider, eat fruits, nuts, and plum pudding during Yuletide. And the season is most associated with Krampus, Hulda, Demeter, Ceres, the Oak King, Baldur, Dionysus, Frigga, and Horus. I do want to say as well that when you are using botanicals or herbs in your practice, as we've said a million times before, it is your responsibility to research those botanicals, seeing if they include any kind of toxins or if you have allergies associated with them. Mistletoe is a known toxin, and if it's consumed, it can be devastating. So please, even Holly as well, I believe. So please do your research before using these things in your practice. Which crafties here is the um the meat in the burger? Is that the <laughs> <laughs> Well it certainly is not the lettuce, the ketchup, the mayo if you if you like mayo on your burger right? or the buns. Right? So I'm guessing, yeah, it's probably the burger itself. Okay. Okay. It's the meat, it's the meat and cheese. Okay. Lindsay Squire says that Yule is probably the easiest pagan holiday to celebrate, particularly for the witch who is not comfortable being fully out because so many of the ancient Yuletide traditions have found their way into the mainstream consciousness. Many are viewed as traditional Christmas celebrations, so suspicions would probably not be roused if one lived in the Northern Hemisphere. There are many familiar yet meaningful rituals such as decorating a Yule log and drinking mulled wine, decorating Yule trees, or making gingerbread all have pagan origins and can help you celebrate the holiday season. Making your own Yule log is a great way to celebrate the solstice. The log is decorated with evergreens, candles, pine cones, berries, and traditionally the gifts people wanted to receive from the gods. Once you've crafted your log, there is a simple Yule log ritual, which is a meaningful way of welcoming back the sun. Bring your Yule log into your home a few weeks before the winter solstice to decorate it. On the night of the solstice, have a fire or burn some of the log. Traditionally, a part of the Yule log is burned every evening until the 12th night, or the last night of the 12 days of Christmas. You can burn herbs like rosemary, cloves, or nutmeg on the log. Evergreens were cut and brought 
indoors to symbolize rebirth and renewal. They were thought to have power over death because they stayed green all year round. Making an evergreen wreath is a great way to celebrate Yule because evergreens were thought to defeat winter demons and hold back the force of death itself. If you put up a Yule tree, you can use a cut tree, artificial or a live tree if you own the land it's planted on. Cut trees are best if bought from small ethical businesses and disposed of reasonably. Sarah 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 says that many communities collect trees for mulching or erosion control, or you can take yours into the woods where it will provide shelter for small animals. Romans hung mass of Bacchus on trees for Saturnalia, their midwinter feast. You can string cranberries, solar symbols, or popcorn for garlands that could be put outside later for the birds. Roosters, horses, golden balls and discs, candles, oranges, flame-colored ribbons, and streamers, wheels, chariots, lights, wreaths, six-pointed stars, dragons, phoenixes, eagles, hawks, lions, are all sun symbols appropriate to Yule. In most stores, you can find simple colored balls made in sun colors of red, gold, yellow, and orange, as well as figures of elves and fairies. And don't forget the symbols of winter, white balls, icicles, and snowflakes. Okay, I'm going to share a plum pudding recipe from a book of pagan family prayers and rituals from Sarah Zir Sarah. Although it wasn't originally a pagan dish, plum pudding is a popular Yuletide treat. Oddly, it doesn't have any plums in it. It's often served with brandy poured over it and lit, making it a burning wheel and thus a perfect symbol of Yule. So here is the author's family recipe. Three cups of flour, one cup of ground suet, one cup raisins or currants, one teaspoon of baking soda, one teaspoon of cinnamon, a half a teaspoon of ground clove, a quarter teaspoon of nutmeg, one teaspoon of salt, one cup molasses, one cup milk. Mix everything together and put into a greased deep round pan, the kind with a separate side and bottom is best. Fill the pan only half full. Cover it tightly with foil and put it on a rack in a large pot. Fill the pot with water halfway up the sides of the pan. Steam for three hours, adding water as necessary. When cool, remove the pudding from the pan, wrap it in foil, and put it in the refrigerator or freezer. This has to be made at least a month in advance to allow the flavors to mellow. Trust me, it tastes lousy if you don't do this. To reheat, thaw the pudding and heat slices in a microwave. Serve them with flaming brandy or hard sauce. Butter with enough confectioner sugar in it to make it stiff. You can also add vanilla extract. Mmm, that sounds so freaking good. Yeah, I think I might try that. Do it. Make Chef Zach make it. I mean, I think I might just pull out Chef Sean in oh, this. fuck yeah. You should. <laughs> Chef Sean is chef's kiss. Thank you. She makes really good salad dressings and oh, I know pretty she decent soup, you know? Yeah. No, dude, you're so good. You're so she's good. She's a saucier. <laughs> when you said sauce, I was like, yeah, she's saucy. Uh, I love, I love a sauce. <laughs> Another traditional Yule recipe is wassail, an alcoholic drink of hot mulled cider to toast in good health. The drink was put in a large cup or chalice and was shared among the people present who would lift the cup before drinking to say, wassail, to which the response was drink hail, meaning drink and be well. 
Wassail was thought to drive away evil spirits and ensure a good crop next year, so a glass would then be poured onto the earth to encourage fertility. A simple recipe for wassail is eight cups of apple cider, two cups of orange juice, two cups of cranberry juice, two cups of spice brandy, two cinnamon sticks, one tablespoon of cloves, allspice, ginger, and nutmeg to taste, usually one tablespoon of each. Place the mixture in a saucepan and simmer on low heat for two hours. It's also important to never boil wassail. Um, and then another drink you can do if you are, well, you don't have to be German to do this drink, but it is a German traditional drink, especially during Yuletide, is a Glühwein. So you can look up a recipe for that. Um, I love it to have it with my family because we're very German. But yeah, lots of good Yule drinks. All right, so these next two are from uh, Celebrate the Earth by Lori Cabot. So this is a winter solstice incense you can make. So you will need pine needles, cinnamon, myrrh, dried apple leaf, or wood. Blend all the ingredients. You want to make enough to use during your ritual and to share with others. Put some in a small bottle with a cork and tie a ribbon around its neck to give it as a gift. To charge it, place it in a bowl in your magical space before using it in a ritual. And then, since we do not gatekeep around here, we're going to share a Yule oil recipe, also from Lori Cabot in Celebrate the Earth. So, she uses one dram of pine oil, one dram of fir oil, five drams of almond oil, one cinnamon stick, a handful of cloves, one drop musk oil, and tiny pieces of applewood. Using almond oil as a base, blend all ingredients in an enamel pan and warm over very low heat. Let cool and place in a small bottle with a lid or cork. Musk oil can be purchased at any witchy supply store. And that is it. You could also use our mistletoe ritual oil. You Very know, true. If you wanted to. Very true. I mean, we also have mistletoe ritual oil. We also have sword and shield, which mm. is like super mm -hmm. perfect for this time of year. We developed it actually during the snowy season last year. So it uh -huh. is kind of like a snowy oil for us. Um, you could check out our shop, uh, the Lunar Leo shop on our website uh, to get those oils. Or you could make that oil in that book, whatever you want, whatever works for your witchcraft. Glamour magic shouldn't be disregarded at this time. For many of us, Yule is a time to bundle up and get warm, and we can use this opportunity to get witchy. Lori Cabot says that classic Yule attire can be cloth of red, green, or black. Some pagans that celebrate the legend of the Holly King can do a red cape and a crone of oak leaves and holly in honor of him. But you can actually make them more modern and wear holly and oak jewelry, brooches, or even nail art. Like, um, uh, have you seen Sean's nails? Have you seen Sean's nails? Has anyone seen Sean's <laughs> you nails? You can check them out on the Instagram page. Mm -hmm. One might prefer to dress as the Snow Queen or Father Winter, in which you would wear glistening white or red. Red is a power color, which is especially potent at a time of year when we often have to interact with toxic individuals. White can also be utilized to wipe the slate clean and start fresh. All right, and making a witch ball is also super fun. Make a witch ball as a traditional Yuletide tool to help protect against evil spirits and sickness. And you can also put this witch ball on your Yule tree or Christmas tree or whatever you want to use. You can hang it pretty much anywhere during the holiday season. In folk traditions, they were used to protect the home and garden from evil spirits or the evil eye. 
They're usually ornamental glass globes filled with protective herbs and hung in a window, but like I said, hang them anywhere. Clear glass ornaments are widely available in craft stores during Yule season if you want to DIY a witch ball. Traditional witch balls are typically kept on a windowsill or altar or buried in a garden. Modern witch balls can be made for a variety of larger purposes such as communication, prosperity, or health and can be placed anywhere that you're wanting to charge the energy for a specific purpose. Witch balls can also be left in a garden or on a front walkway to promote fertility of the land and protection of the house. My nieces always make like ornaments during the holidays, like Ooh. for at school. And when they give them to me, I'm like, oh my God, you guys made like a little witch ball. Like that's so freaking cute. Wow. It's so See? cute. It's so cute. Yeah. Like this is so like kind of what we said in the beginning, this holiday period is like so integrated with magic mm -hmm. and like it's so just out there in the world it's out there in our culture and like we do things as a secular part of this holiday season if you celebrate that are so ingratiated in in that witchcraft tradition you know like you just said your nieces make witch balls in school like who would have thought that I know. you would be doing that in school you know okay the last and certainly not least, one of my favorite things to do right now, I'm kind of obsessed with making summer pots. They are amazing ways to bring in the energies of the season. Sun plants like balsams, firs, and any dried herbs from summer are prominent during this time of year because they contain light and warmth and are perfect for welcoming those energies into the home during Yule, perhaps to cleanse and refresh the home or ready it for company. We can use herbs like pine, or rosemary if you don't have access to pine, fir branches. We love con color first, elder, calendula, and wintergreen. And if you are uncomfortable using any of these herbs or have known allergies to them, it's best to avoid them. What I just did is a simmer pot. I use my moon water from the last full moon and I put in orange, cranberries, lemon, rosemary, clove, cinnamon, and our mistletoe oil and boom. Mm. Oh. good shit good fucking shit <laughs> that sounds perfect i love that i i want to do that so i'm gonna easy that. super yeah you should it's simple <laughs> it's easy yule is fun like it brings in a lot of like changes it's a lot of yeah. changes and that's okay and it's okay to celebrate those changes and what's doing best for you and yeah, I really like never really like appreciated Yule as much as mm -hmm. I do now. Yeah, yeah. I am really trying to like open myself up to the idea of the magic of the winter season. Like I am not really a winter person. I'm 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 uncomfortable being cold. I don't like the snow, you know? Like I like to be able to go outside and put my hands on the the earth, you know, and and swim and all and all that. Um so I've always had a problem with winter and just, you know, when, when, with winter comes seasonal depression and all that. Um, but I am really trying to like embrace the magic of winter by like going on more winter hikes, foraging for winter plants, uh, seeing what's still growing, you know, things like that. And it's, it's really interesting to see how much I've missed. Um, I do want to ask besides summer pots, what is your favorite Yuletide tradition to do? Like either as far as like decorating or, you know, bringing in new energies or anything like that. Do you have any favorites? Oh, fuck. I mean, I love decorating the house. I really mm -hmm. do. And I really love that like Blake, Philly and I 
have obviously because Philly's a big part of decorating because you know <laughs> yeah. he knows his paw he knows how to like put <laughs> obviously um it's really wonderful to do that love decorating the tree love the simmer pots honestly we love making gingerbread houses we love Ooh. like we made one for Samhain which was mm-hmm. so fun and I love making gingerbread houses that's always been a big thing yeah and even like I mean celebrating Hanukkah like yes. that's a huge thing and my mother's latkes are kind of the best things that you will ever have in your life like mm-hmm. ever so those are I guess kind of my favorite things you make and I will not forget this last year you made the most beautiful wreath ever and I was like oh yeah yeah I'll be doing that again um and you guys might want to follow us along on the Instagram at Leo's LLC because we will be posting uh, a reel or pictures of the wreaths that we make but yeah I, I'm gonna do some more reads this year um I am actually going to be making a Yule log as well uh we found a really good like self-standing log outside in the woods and we brought it in, dried it out, and Zach actually was kind enough to put two holes in it for me for taper candles. Um, so you might want to check that out on the Instagram too, because we'll be posting updates on that. But yeah, I have never made a Yule log before, so I'm really excited to do that. That's it's going to be beautiful. Thank you. I haven't decided if I want to, at the end of the season, burn it or not, Ooh. which I think might be like, so you put it all together um, I'm going to add some like burning safe herbs to it too. Probably like rosemary, clove, cinnamon, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might at the end of the season to welcome in the spring, just throw it into the fire. I fucking love that. You should do it. Yeah, I think yeah. I might. So I think that's a that's, good idea. I think that's going to be my favorite holiday tradition because as you know, I'm not like huge into the Christmas season. Like, like I just said, I'm trying to get into you all more and I'm trying to appreciate it. Um, but I've never really been huge into the Christmas season because that's more like my mom's thing. I'm a Halloween baby, but I'm going to try and get more into it this year. So we'll see. I think you have a lot more winter queen in you than you think. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, I like oh. that is so that's such a high compliment because of the amazing queens that we learned about in our last episode. So, mm-hmm. wow. Thank you. You're welcome. I do love, I have to say, I do love my winter movies as well. Those really old, I don't even know what they were called, but like the really oh. old fashioned, like Rudolph. Yes. And oh the, my God. Wait. The heat miser, snow miser, guys. Literally, I call Blake the heat meister sometimes because yeah. his hair, sometimes when he wakes up, his hair just like sticks up like the heat meister. And I made <laughs> like a back to back, like a photo of him and a photo nice. of the heat meister. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> They're so good. Those like claymation films yes. are so good. Jack Frost. I love Jack Frost. It's such a good Yeah. Movie. I always miss Jack Frost. We also love um the Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. Yes. Uh, that's also like the animation one. Yes. Obviously, Elf is a classic. Yes. Also, um, you need to watch Krampus, everyone. Like, I've yeah. never watched Krampus until at the event they literally had it on in the background and I was like that's funny have I not seen this movie yet okay all right well I I think I found it I think I scrolled past it the other day I can't remember what streaming platform it's on but but it's there it's there so I'm definitely gonna watch it this year thank you yes of course of course (laughs) and which is we just want to say truly thank you so much for everything you've done for us this year like Mm -hmm. this has been a huge year for us like really fucking big 
changing, not even changing, but expanding our company, doing in-person events, like getting to know all of you even more. This year has just been so wonderful and I'm very thankful to have my business partner and my best friend with me. Me too. 100% of the way. And this just makes us more excited for next year because we cannot wait to show you what we have in store for all of you next year. Like 2023, mm-hmm. I truly feel like is going to be our year. Like, oh, we're taking it. Year, right. Mine. <laughs> we're literally going to fucking take it over and we can't thank you all enough. So, truly, like, just thank you. We, we, we love all the love because we love you and we do this not just for us, but we do this for you. Yes. Thank you so much for, for standing with us, for supporting us, for being truly an amazing lion pride. We really appreciate it. We love you so much. Um, and you know, stick with us because we've got a lot more fun things in store. Yeah. And you know where to find us because like we said, podcast has not gone anywhere. We're still here. We are still the lion, the witch and the podcast, but if you want to check on our rebranded website, lunarleos.com for all the shindigs, you know where we are. Our Instagram new handle, lunarleosllc, we are there. Sign up on the email. Um, uh, Eat a lot of chocolate. A Do lot it. of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Do it. Candy, chocolate, whatever you want. Drink hot chocolate, you know. Do your thing yeah. we're also on fair now if any of you have stores and you want lunar leos in your stores we are on fair so check us out there as well yes and we will see you in two weeks enjoy your holiday enjoy your break enjoy this time of the year and we will see you in 2023 baby love y'all see you then me